This is the ATTH Podcast, episode 121. My name is Rich Brent, and I am your host. Good evening. If you've been paying attention to what's been going online in the socials, on Facebook, Instagram, all those various platforms, hopefully you've seen the information put out by the folks that are running the Prague Quadrennial. Um, they uh, released a lot of the application information, the theme, and all the other sundry information that goes along with it so that hopefully you, your country, your students, you as a student, you as an artist can come participate or come and visit. Um, I wanted to share with you the theme for this year, and I'm going to read it directly from the Prague Quadrennial website, so I make sure that I get this all correct. So here we go. Um, also, one of the other things I wanted to say is that this year's edition of the Prague Quadrennial is going to be taking place in a different location. Um, it usually, last year, it took place on what was its traditional grounds, which was a big uh, square with a, with, a, with a center and theater or amphitheater, outdoor theater. And it is moving to a, what I can best understand as the Prague Market, which is going to be just uh, a few more train stops down from uh, where it was in its last edition. I will not even try to attempt to the name of it other than calling it the Prague Market because the actual Czech name is probably something that I clearly cannot pronounce. However, fear not. Um, it does take place um, from June 8th through the 18th of 2023. So you got some time to save your monies, um, get yourself all squared away so you can get that ticket, so you can line up the place to stay, and so you can get out there. But back to the theme. So uh, on the other day when they announced the uh, – and would, by the way, it was a great presentation online – by the the folks that are uh, running the uh, and curating the the overall quadrennial, um, some great questions, some great information, um, oh, some room for interpretation, of course, because you know this is a a performance or and a design uh, event. So here you go. The PQ twenty twenty three theme is the rare art springing out of ideas materials, artistic approaches, and design practices that connect to the human level from within your environment with its genius loci and unique situation. Prague Quadrennial call on performance designers, sonographers, and performance practitioners to use their rare imagination and creativity to help us envision what the world and theater could look like in the post-pandemic future. The official announcement of PQ 2023 took place on June 22, 2021. You can watch the record of the live broadcast on YouTube. So again, if you missed it, you can still check it out. It's still out there. Be sure to, to take a take a take a look at it. Um, also, items that they post as information you should not overlook. Of course, how to take part in it in application form. The basic timeline of the the PQ twenty twenty three. So we'll bring it up here. Of course. Um, October 31st, 2021 is the call for applications or, or proposals for additional curated activities. Uh, that would include the PQ Studio, the PQ Performance, 
Performance Space Exhibition, PQ Talks, and the Best, Best Publication Award. Excuse me, I'm a little dry, it seems. It seems that my letters are starting to stick together. Pardon me. Uh, a date yet to be announced will be a one-day online conference with updated info for the curators of countries and regions. So if you are participating in that or a potential participant, be sure to check your email regularly. Um, in November of 2021 is the deadline for applications for PQ 2023. Um, you cannot be encouraged enough to get your information in early. It was pointed out during the broadcast of the of the reveal of the the theme was that everybody tends to wait till the absolute last moment minute second to hit that send button but it really is important that you get that information in the sooner the better um it makes everybody's life just that much easier it makes your life that much easier so feel confident now of course everything is subject to change so you know it's not like you are absolutely locked in 100% beholden to, to what it is, but really let these folks know what's going on. Communication is really, really key to a successful event. I should know. Um, the, and which leads, so this takes me off on a slight tangent. One of the things was I had the opportunity, or we tried to in Trinidad, to be a part of the PQ of 2019. And we submitted our work or an idea. We got placed and everything seemed to be kind of going in a uh, uh, positive direction. The And that's usually how most things start. You know, everyone gets excited. You get a lot of interest. Um, people are wanting to jump on board. You get a lot of people who are, you know, not, I don't want to say necessarily hanger-ons, but hey, that sounds like a great idea. Oh, sure, I'll jump on that. And it's like anything. Once things start to kind of go south or a little bit sour, you know, you find out who really is committed to, to what's going on. Um, one of the challenges that we had, and I don't think this is necessarily saying anything out of school or out of turn, is we ran into agreeing problems. We had we had trouble kind of agreeing on the direction. Also, it was a lot of talk and trying to get people pull teeth to get people to contribute. Um, my my late great friend uh, Edwin Ermini Bailey, or Edwin Ermini, as as some of as we knew him in, in Trinidad, um, he tried. Oh my gosh, did he try? He pulled teeth. He he would have he would have strapped everything to his body, swam across the ocean, and brought it to to the 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 PQ himself, and just he would have done it all himself if he could. Um, but it just wasn't in the cards. Um, we got mired in bureaucracy as well. You know, it's money is a was a huge issue. So week after week after week, it was it was it was deja vu every week. It was the same meeting. We need to get this money. We need to get that money. We need to. Oh yeah, sure, we can do that. And it just 
the writing was on the wall after a while. It was, this is going nowhere. This is clearly going nowhere. Um, the ultimate kind of stop in it was unfortunately the, the sad passing of Edwin, uh, on new year's Eve of, of all days. And even though, you know, it was, it became sort of a rallying point. It was the, 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 it just, it couldn't sustain itself. And eventually it just pulled the plug and said, we just couldn't do it, which was, which was bad. You know, it, it stunk. It was something I really wish we could have seen through that we could have seen beyond our, our shortcomings and our, and our, and our own egos and our own issues. But, you know, I take as much part of the, the blame for, for that falling apart as hopefully some of the other folks who did, you know, some people won't, they'll just be like, well, you know, you, folks couldn't agree and it's just like look i take ownership of it we didn't we didn't we didn't get done we didn't we didn't we didn't put aside a lot of the the issues and, and challenges that we had so for those of you who are out there who are thinking about this who hear about um wanting to be part of bq know that what you're getting yourself into you have to commit to it you have to see it all the way through you gotta take ownership of it don't do it halfway otherwise you turn into kind of a cautionary tale of of those 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 folks who have good intentions but not the 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 ability to 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 see it through. So so just passing that along. Anyway, more information in the basic timeline. Uh in mid-May of 2022, uh, a 2-day symposium in Prague will be for the curators of countries and regions and a visit to spaces for PQ exhibitions. One of the unique things about this upcoming PQ is that it's going to be taking place, some of it is going to be taking place outside. And so that adds a new wrinkle to what's going to be happen, happening. Um, it is not only a, a, a challenge, but it also in it's a challenge in the fact of, well, now you've got to deal with the elements, but it's also a creative challenge and a really interesting challenge of design and technique and how are we going to improvise, adapt and overcome what, what, you know, different variables of it. Of it. So it's exciting. It can be exciting too. In June 30th of 2022, the deadline for confirmation of participation in PQ 2023 in September of 2022, the curators of countries and regions will be provided detailed plans of space solutions. Uh, and then this is where things start to really speed up. October 1st, the deadline for applications of proposals for additional curated activities. So this would be the smaller kind of satellite uh, items. Um, uh, I highly recommend doing this. I had the ability to give a, a PQ talk, which was probably not the best talk in the world because it was just not. I mean, I did okay. I got through it. But I don't think I really got my point across and it was, it was good to, to go through it. it. Nothing takes the place of experience, but if I had the opportunity to do it again, I clearly would do a, <laughs> a much better job of getting my ducks in a row. So, but I was glad to do it. I stood up there and stood in front of the lights and gave my speech and well, it, you know, the rest is history. So I highly encourage it for those of you who want to give it a shot, give it a shot. Um, the folks that curate the PQ talks are just fantastic. They're incredibly patient. They're wonderful. Go check them out. Uh, December of 2022, the announcement of proposals that were selected. So that's again, all that PQ studio, PQ performance, performance space exhibition, PQ talks, 
so on and so forth. And then finally, as the run-up, June 7th, 2023, the grand opening of the PQ 2023. And then finally, the PQ itself from June 8th through the 18th. So again, you can check out all this information on Prague Quadrennial at pq.cz. That's www.pq.cz. So check it out. It is both in Czech and English for, for those of you. Um, so yeah, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, other information you should not overlook, the Air National Artistic Team. That's the folks that uh, you should get to know. You get to know their faces. Um, make sure that uh, you're familiar with uh, with who they are. Again, they're probably, they are wonderful uh, uh, folks. They're also working professionals, working prof uh, professors, artists. So they are going to be being pulled in a lot of direction, directions. So be patient with them. Um, they may not, the, more than likely, if you reach out to them, they will, they will reach back to you. But again, be, please be patient with them. Uh, you can get to know the, the location of the PQ 2023. Um, also, as always, they have a, do you have any questions and, um, more information about the PQ and its transformation from an exhibition into a festival. So again, be sure to check out uh, pq.cz. That's www.pq.cz. So getting back to the theme this year, which are the theme for the 2023, which is rare. Um, I find it an interesting choice of a singular word. Um, now they did not spell it as R capital R lower a lowercase a R E it's all capitalized rare. So an exclamation, uh, if, if you, if you ask me, what is rare? Um, what does rare mean to you is rare something that is a one-off of, of, in which there are very few of, or is rare something that happens only once in a while, but, uh, is, is an occurrence that, 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 that comes along. Um, when I think of, of rare, uh, I think of things that uh, I don't get the opportunity to to see. So if you're, for example, um, a fan of like automobiles, there are only so many uh, uh, 1997 Bentleys. I, I don't know, I'm pulling this out of my uh, out of the thin air in which they've only made 26. You know, that is a rare car because there are so few of them that exist. Um, you know, there are some cars that were mass produced that are all over the place. But so say like the Ford Model T, there's only so many of them, but it is rare to find one in say like pristine condition, one that is original paint, one that hasn't been uh, modified or changed or re-engineered. That's a form of rare. Um, when we talk about rare occurrences, you know, is a an eclipse a rare sighting? Um, or Halley's Comet that only comes into our, our solar system every 70 some odd years. Is that a rare occurrence to you? What does rare, how do you define rare? Uh, and I will be interested to, to see how this affects my experience working with USITT and our progress towards the uh, national exhibit and the student exhibition that I am part of in uh in a way 
with the, the curation process. Um, clearly, there are people above me who are making bigger decisions than I, but I get to sit in the room and, 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 and listen and, and hopefully share some of this information with you so you can understand a little bit more of the process. And if, um, I don't know, that if you have the same questions I did or, you know, things that kind of pop into my brain and be like, you know, I never thought about it doing it this way, uh, which gets me to our next um, big topic of the day. And some of this kind of grew out of uh, it, what was a discussion on representation um, and what it means to represent. Um, a little bit different than, than rare. When we talk about representation or marginalized voices, we're talking about um, people um, of classes or races or heritages um, or cultures that are not do not have a voice um, at the at the table, let's just say, or, or a voice in the in the in the field of, um, of fashion or music or film or visual arts. Um, I am borrowing this obviously from a uh, a project which I happen to run across called Life Unseen. Um, dot lifewater dot com. Um, I ran across this on a Instagram post. And it is about the problem of underrepresentation in those specific fields, whether it be fashion, music, film, and visual arts. Uh, if I click on the visual arts, what it is, is it says, we looked at the artists born after 1945 in the collection of 18 U.S. museums, and here's what we found. 3.7% black people make up 12% of the U.S., but only 3.7% of the contemporary artists represented in major U.S. museums. 27.4% women are responsible for just 27.4% of the contemporary art collected in major U.S. museums. 0.9% Latinx women make up 8.3% of the U.S., but only 0.9% of the contemporary artists represented in major U.S. museums. As a result, there is a lot of art that we miss out on. So, And then they give a, a wonderful showing a gallery of some really fantastic arts uh, of, of, of visual arts. Um, Shauna X, uh, Marley Gallardo, please excuse me if I mess up your name, uh, Shani, Shane Benjamin, uh, Christophe Roberts, uh, Mariam Paré, and the collection just goes on and on and on and on. Um, and you're wondering, why am I talking about this, about representation? Because for me, in the process with our US, with my other USITT colleagues and my OISTEC colleagues and other friends that are around the world, uh, we've been talking about how it is in some way rare that people get to see the work of cultures that are not, that they're not familiar with, that are unseen see how I'm trying to kind of tie the, these two things together. Um, the, the, the point of, of this idea is that when we talk about representation, representation comes in a lot of different forms. We representation by gender identity, representation by um, nationality, representation by heritage, 
um, there was an interesting uh, uh, podcast um, show um, with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin called uh, Fat Man Beyond. And they do a, a, a live show uh, at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in, in California. And the most recent one, Kevin Smith made a point about how he is writing a script with his, with his daughter uh, for an upcoming project. And one of the observations Kevin Smith made was that he was known or is known for writing dialogue of, of at the time when he wrote Clerks, of the 20-something. He wrote in the language that they spoke. And that as his movies have progressed, his writing has a, his characters have aged along with him. So he had, was writing a project where his, he had written a line. He didn't give the whole line, but he would, he had written something in which one, a female character says something or a character says something. And his daughter says, you know, we don't, that's not how the world is viewed anymore. And I think it was a gender idea because we don't define Nowadays, as we as we become hopefully more progressive, we don't define gender identity in, in a, a one way or the other. Now, of course, this is going to cause a, a huge discussion because everybody has kind of takes their side on that, and that's okay. That's that's the 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 idea of a progressive society is that we can take these different positions and hopefully find some form of way to 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 exist and coexist and be and be cool. So the, the point is, is that his 20 something young year old daughter was like, look, I understand that, you know, you're, you talk freely and you've, you've, you've written well and things like that, but your dialogue in the way that you hear it in your head has, didn't evolve with what's happening around you. And, and maybe that's just not the, that's kind of how I understood the, the way Kevin Smith told the story. Um, which I think is great. I think he he was made aware of a very big blind spot in his in his in his world, as he said. We all have blind spots. We all have places where we don't look into those corners of 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 our lives because either we are focused on getting better on ourselves. We're working on something, you know. We get tunnel vision, and the stuff that's on the outside kind of gets lost. Or we don't necessarily pay attention to it in the sense of it's happening around us, but you know it's it's something that we maybe not quite jump into. Um, I can say with a certain amount of 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 I believe certainty, one of the one of the more recent challenges was the choice of of gender pronouns of because now every day now when you see uh on zoom or i've even been asked in an interview you know what are your preferred pronoun gender pronouns and in my head i scratched my head and said well I, I i figure like the ones that i already have are are fine i'm cool but i i i'm i had a challenge of putting myself in the in the space of someone who says well no the ones that the world says i should be believes I should be defined by are not the ones that I wish to be defined by. And that's, that's a, that's an interesting, uh, uh, thing that has now come forward for a lot of us who, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a challenge and, you know, hopefully we can be enlightened and have that blind spot kind of 
not be so blind and we can, we can fix it. So we can fix these rare instances of ignorance and maybe, um, not, and I don't mean like, oh, you're, you're stupid or anything, but just like, it's, it's not part of the, the way your, your, your existence. It's not, it's, I'm, I'm ignorant of the fact of, I don't know, um, what's happening, uh, down the street from when I, and it doesn't mean that I need to know about it. It's just, I'm, I'm just not aware of it because I don't pay attention to it. And so as the, there's a lot of people who are, and you know, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to it and be a little bit more open to a, what's beyond the four walls of, of wherever I am, make my world a little bit bigger, make my vocabulary a little bit bigger. And I think that's the cool thing about what may come from this upcoming PQ is these instances of enlightenment, of, of removing or shining light in some of the blind spots of our, our ideas, our vocabularies, our understandings. I think that's a really important uh, uh, avenue to, to explore. And I hope that some of the folks in these various countries from their experience with the pandemic that we have clearly all gone through, uh, you know, hopefully there's a, there's something that bubbles up that we can all kind of look at discuss and, and become a little bit wiser on. So circle back to come all the way back. Um, please go check out the information on the, the PQ at pq.cz. That's www.pq.cz. Also, please check out the lifeunseen.lifewater. That's L-I-F-E-W-T-R.com. Lifeunseen is one word, dot L-I-F-E-W-T-R.com. Please check it out. It, it's, it's a fascinating site. I think if, you, if you're on the fence about not feeling like you have enough information or feel like you want a little bit more information, please go check it out. Check out their, their, their tabs on film, on fashion, music, dig deeper, dive deeper into the, the visual arts tab. I highly, highly recommend it. Also, if you're at all interested in participating in the Prague Quadrennial, please make yourself familiar with all the dates, all the times, when you have to have things in by, because that will save you a, such a headache of bureaucracy. Remember, if you're going to commit to it, commit to it all the way. Okay. That being said, that being done. Um, also coming up, uh, World Stage Design. Let's not forget about that. World Stage Design 2021, now in 2022 in beautiful Calgary, uh, Alberta, Canada. Uh, that information is still up at uh, WSD. Uh, let's try this. Let's make sure I get the right information for you. Uh, oh, oh! You just—you gotta love technology. I thought I ever had everything all in uh, order. Here it is. Okay, WSD two zero two one dot CA. That's WSD two zero two one dot CA. Check it out. Get in. Sign up. Go check it out. Um, participate. Get involved. Uh, I'd like to give a big uh, shout out also to the community at all the, the various USITT platforms, whether it be international activities, education, costume, sound, lighting, 
props. All, all of you, you're doing fantastic work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, big shout out also to the Archiving Technical Theater History uh, gang. Uh, you know, I'm once again, y'all are, are, are doing uh, fantastic work, answering questions, giving up good information. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, history is happening around us. It's happening to us and, and hopefully it's happening with us. So keep, keep, keep doing it, keep making it happen. Uh, and, uh, hopefully, uh, if you have any ideas, topics, things like that, please post them, uh, for what you want me to talk about when it comes, uh, as it comes up. Cause I know there's going to be a lot to talk about over the next few months as theaters get going back, shows start coming back people start getting back into to work and it just goes on and on and on. Uh, if you want to reach me, if you want to send me an email, say, Hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, you're doing a stinky job. Uh, or Hey, you know, just keep doing your job or Hey, get another job. Reach out to me. It's at archive TT 24 at yahoo.com. That's archive TT 24 at yahoo.com. Uh, this has been the ATTH podcast episode 121. I have been your host, Rich Bryant. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, have a good evening and take care.